The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Players Lounge here on a Monday. Lots to talk about. Don't I'm know. happy to be back. I'm about to say, how you been, man? You know? Who is this guy? Jeez. Been following a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. Early shots. Champagne beer showers. All right, Chris Boss. Hey, hey. Watch him shoot down the Astros. Yeah, now they got the door. They got the door. Going and smacking the Astros in their house. You know, been going to Arizona and doing, you know, yeah. Smacking the Astros. The Astros smacked them in their house, too, okay? You heard that, dude. Somebody went home, and somebody went home with a championship. <laughs> That's right. Were you at the uh, the parade? Yeah. yeah. How was that? Thanks for watching. Were you on top of the stage? Hey, I tell you, boy. You, you Negroes. Thanks for watching. Was you there? Ride. Yeah, two and a half hours on there. But thanks, man, Church. He's hey, out man. golfing, right? Was <laughs> nah, we was on the players' line. That's true. <laughs> I didn't see no came in. We was on the players' line. Hey, I went hard to find. Coach Santa. They were showing the TV. I ain't, I ain't hard to find. You knew where I was the entire time. I ain't know where you was, okay? He's a, he's a, I had to get some signals. You was in a cage somewhere. Uh, in the jungles. You ain't tell me, but I, you knew where I was. Was you the atmosphere crazy up there? Though was it, was it crazy? Man, it was it was good. They they deserved it, man. They deserved. It. I was I was very happy for the the city and the players, and they they came out there deep, man. It was I got in there a little bit before nine o'clock, man. You had folks already lined up in these streets deep, and um, those porta potties they didn't have enough. I was, I'd never seen nothing like that, man. It was it was, it was bad stuff. But. Were you here for the for the nineties Super Bowl? No. Oh, you weren't here. Okay, no, I was no, saying compared it to. I did okay. not. Uh, none compares, dog. We, we had the city on lock. Oh, where the Mavericks? Yeah. The Mavs. Twenty eleven was. They, they, that was in the city. They were locked up like they never was gonna do it again, huh? I knew. Who, who knew? Who knew? <laughs> Thought we were celebrating. Let's get into it. Let's get into it right now. I, I, I gotta a, know. I had a full hairline to it. <laughs> me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. Got a mustache. I got photos. Yes, it was different times. Hey man, it was it was different times. Hey man, different times. Yes. Church man, I told you, twenty four hour rule. Twenty four. You sure? You sure? I'm so touchy right now. I'm so Start listening to your boy. That's all. Let's dive into it. Let's go right. Barry Church, Heckma Harrison, Danny McCray. I'm Newey Scruggs. I wasn't here for the picks on Friday, so how did it all go? I switched my pick from uh, Philly to Dallas. Why you switch your pick? Because I let let him make me feel guilty about not picking the Cowboys. I don't know why I let him do that to me. Danny always gonna go against his boys. His boys. I should have just picked the Eagles like I thought I was. I went Cowboys. What'd you do? I went Philly. I think I picked the correct score. No, no. 28-24, you, no, you said. What was the score? 28-23. Man, just listen to your boy. <laughs> no, man, just listen to your boy. All right? Viewers out there, just listen to your I boy. Was, I right? was so pissed off about that. I said, and, and he going to pick the damn score. All the <laughs> and then he's going to go through it all. But you talk about Philly secondary. Told them they was gettable. Yeah. Max legs. I said, man, just, let's go. Let's go, man. Because I'm, I'm tired of being Negro Domus out here. Man. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, man. Let's go. I took Philadelphia in the morning news. Let me go. Congratulations, bro. 
But <laughs> I'm sticking with my mind. That, come on, man. Come on. I put. Oh, you say I put my case together too. After I'm leading the witness and all that. Oh man, <laughs> your boys, your boys, your boys. I just felt like I had to, you know, I had a cowboy's back. But mm, yeah, you mm, know, ain't mm. nothing. It ain't nothing. It's okay, man. That go almost swayed me though. I ain't gonna, he was. <laughs> he was working. Wasn't he, he was working. He was working. There. He was oh, cooking. Man. He was definitely cooking. One at a time. One at a time. Oh no, you lost me. <laughs> I'm done. Oh man. I'm, I'm done listening yeah. to you. I, I ain't done with the Cowboys. In the pre pre preseason picks, mm-hmm. okay, before we made our adjustments. Way backs. Oh, way he backs. Went, oh, he went to archives over there. You in trouble? Everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody has a loss. So what happened? Everybody has a loss. At a, as we did the pre pre picks. Everybody had that as a loss. I, you want me to tell you what happened to and me? I, I started off this way. I thought that they was going to involve my man Cooks in the game because he's been a difference maker in the last yes, two. And yes, I said, hey man. If they come out and they run the offense through Cooks, CeeDee Lamb, and uh, Dak Prescott, we'll win the game. That's what I thought. I said Devontae Smith was not going to have a, as good of a game as Brandon Cooks, okay? And he went out there and got two targets. Now, Devontae went out there and got a touchdown. He didn't have too many, too many catches, but yeah. two. Two? Two targets, one catch, seven yards. Two, he at the bottom of the list on targets. Bottom. Mm. Way down stomp, there. Stomp, bottom. It don't make sense. It don't make sense. So, you know, I mean, if you want to keep doing that, Dak had a good game, all this other stuff. If you don't get your weapons involved in the game, it's going to be a lot harder for you to make those plays when they count. And you found yourself we, – we'll get to it. You found mm. yourself in, in some trouble. Mm. A pickle. <laughs> Still pickle. It's a pickle, man. You know what? Uh, more than anything, man, I'm, I'm just ticked. I'm just ticked off about when you have your opportunities to win this game. When you come out, you get 17-14 lead in the third quarter. You come out and it's like, what? What did you think was going to happen? Was there some news that maybe you wasn't going to be going against Jalen Hurts in the second half? Did you? Did you let your guard down? Was there something happening? <laughs> was there something happening? Because the third quarter belonged to the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles. After after building up all that goodwill, after battling back and forth to finally get the lead. That third quarter I thought was defining. Everybody talks about those last couple drives, and I, I think they had something to do with it. I think the execution down the down the road uh, from a coaching schematic standpoint had something to do with it. But the third quarter to me, it dictated the whole rest of the ball game because you let them just have long drives that just consi- this, it sealed the deal. To me, you know, and like I said, we'll dive. Ooh, Go. Man, oh, good. man, I'm slipping all you over the place. You good, though. <laughs> No, nah, I'm sure we'll die. But but to me, the the whole thing came down to the second half was adjustments. I mean, you look right. at it. What did we talk about during the week leading up? We don't want a, a Chaz Green incident happening against that vaunted Eagles defensive line. We we sat here and talked about it. If, if, if they're getting beat out there, get your man some help. And, and what ended up happening towards that last drive and pretty much the entire second half, our boy Terrence Steele was getting beat like a drum out there. And I only saw maybe two two occasions where they put a back over there to chip or somebody over there to help out. For the most part, man, he was just getting beat down like a drum. And I understand, you know, you gave that man money, you expect him to, you know, be one of those upper echelon right tackles out there. But if you see him getting beat like that consistently, you got to give that man some help. So that was one of the things that that just kind of stood out to me in the second half offensively. Defensively, I don't don't know what's going on. They, They didn't have an answer. Um, they didn't have an answer. They didn't make that Philadelphia Eagles team one-dimensional at all. You know, either throw the ball or you're going to run the ball, but you can't do both. And we saw what the Eagles were able to do. You know, they were able to run that ball. It might not have been huge numbers, but it kept that defense honest. You couldn't just be like, oh, man, we can't just leave four in the box because they can still have the ability to run. And then the passing game, say what you want, but 
that man hurts, man. He, he was making some dimes out there. He mm-hmm. was dropping some serious dimes out there. So we'll get into a little bit more. But to me, it's just the adjustments on both sides of the ball in the second half just, just weren't there. I, I'll tell you this. Turn on the tape, okay, and watch our D-line. That's all. Watch the D-line. You want to figure out what happened in the run game? You know, who if the D-line and the linebackers left so they can't figure out what – watch it. It's the same do, thing that do happened. You have a, do you have a number? Do no, you I'm not a, giving – this. Just look at no player look in, at in both the, No, it, not just, look at both the interior yeah. defensive linemen on, on the play and see. <laughs> and, and if you're looking and seeing what gap they're supposed to be in, are they getting reached, are they getting pushed back into the linebackers' lap, <laughs> you watch it and see if it happens consistently, and I'll tell you, yes, it does. Yeah. yeah yes, it does. So when you talk about like, hey, man, hey, how the linebackers going to play? Are they free? Can they – Shoot, they get they, they can't. can't because they they get pushed they back in their lap. Mm. So it just it's just a consistent thing that just keep on happening. We've been talking about this for years, right, Newly? While we were talking about yeah yeah yeah, we ain't worried about no 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 no. We worried about it, okay? We worried about it. We went out there and got one in the first round, and we looking for a difference maker. We even talked about when the trade deadline was coming. What position do we think is the most important for you to get? And it crossed the board, defensive line. This ain't happen. This ain't happen. But I'm still – I'm never going to stop talking about this Brandon Cooks. I, I, with all that, I don't care. All right? <laughs> you still had a shot. And you got some big-time playmakers on your squad, and you cannot figure out a way to get them involved in the game. Rather give it to uh, Jalen Tolbert. Fair. Schoolmaker. A.K.A. Gronkowski. Rather give it to Schoolmaker. You got a dude mm. out here, a thousand yards for every team. You gonna? <laughs> I, I I got so tired of watching that dude run off the ball full speed, knowing that he knew he wasn't getting the ball. He's the dummy route, the, <laughs> de- the decoy guy. <laughs> Don't make no- take the top off. Yeah, take the- <laughs> Because we need this to be open underneath. CD Lamb. Bro, the man didn't get his first target to the fourth or to the fourth or the third on the on the comeback and it floated over his head because Dak was under pressure. Take the top off. (laughs) CD come underneath, man. I I just don't I just I don't understand. (laughs) You got any respect for your player like that, you go find a way to get him the football. Yeah. So does Cooks need to do what CD Lamb did a couple weeks ago and and say something? Man, I don't know if it'll do him any good at this point. At this point, I think they just—they're not even looking at him. Dak not even turning this way. And on the fourth and one that you're talking about, if you turn it, and again, there's so much to diagnose just from a pressure aspect because Dak has pressure coming right in his face right there. But you see Brandon wide open, and that's the one thing about Brandon Cooks that I—I I mean, I've been on him. I've been talking about from the beginning of the other season, man. Why are we not using Brandon Cooks? He's not doing what we thought he was going to do. Well, you can't—he's not going to do what you thought he was going to do if you're not even looking his way. You're not even trying to get him the ball. And I'm sorry, Michael Gallup, if, if look, if you're going to drop the ball, if you're going to miss your opportunities, granted, he came back and caught some hell of a balls in, 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 in double coverage, tight, you mm-hmm. know. But then when we need you to make a play, it's not there. We, we're not our playmakers. I'm sorry. I, I look over on the other side from Philadelphia, and I look at a guy like Kenneth Gainwell. You remember Kenneth Gainwell? I remember that man. You remember Kenneth Gainwell? All of a mm-hmm. sudden, we had Kenneth Gainwell sighting. He's jumping into the end zone. The running game is all these things are popping for guys that you would think, oh, man, their careers are passing. Come on now. Mm. Come on now! All of a sudden, Ken Gainwell finding ways to make plays. Man, our guys it. can't make plays. What's this? What's this grin for? You just li- you like listening to him. You just mm, like listening just, to him. It's been so long. I'm just enjoying it, man. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Well, let me keep That's going because let me ask Barry. I've been baseballing. Let me ask Barry. This. I, I, so I've been baseballing. Because so I don't I don't play I don't play quarterback. Okay, so I don't want to get out here and judge the quarterback. I'm just thinking of my mindset. Okay, on fourth down, gotta have it. Mm-hmm. Mojo moment. Mojo moment. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. I line up in my, my offense lines up in two by two. Mm-hmm. To the left, I got a first year guy, mm-hmm. tight end, mm-hmm. and a second year tight end. To the right, I got Brandon Cooks and CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. 
Which side am I looking at? You already know. You got to go to CD. CD Which, what up. side am I looking gotta, at? <laughs> I'm not a quarterback. <laughs> I'm just saying. I got I got two veteran guys out here running pick routes and two young guys out here running pick routes. I'm looking at the veteran veteran guys first. I'm I'm just I'm just looking over there. And if you do, if you do, you're going to see a dude wide open in the end zone with his hands up. The guy that got two targets in the game. Bigger mm. question is right there, guys. Mm. Did y'all even consider that on fourth and one that that maybe you should have kicked the field goal? Did that, did, that ever, did that ever dawn on you? In the football sense, you guys, look, we talk X's and O's all the time. Y'all always talk about the message that the coach is sending to the defense or to the offense by what they do or they don't do. What did that, what did that say to your defense? Is that saying to your defense that, man, we better get it now because we don't think we're going to get it back? Uh, we're, we're in a shootout right now. Is that what, we, is that what we're saying? That's what, that's what, the, that's what the, the, the I'm asking the y'all. Shows. No, you they, said, they was getting ran through. Come on, through. man. This the second time that's happened. It happened earlier in the season when when we were talking. I forgot what game it was. We we're like, okay, we not we gonna go for it on fourth down and we are gonna pay for it. At the beginning of the game, we decided that it was gonna be that type of game where mm-hmm. you where you look over at our sideline and we go for it on fourth down multiple times and you say, oh, well, we 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 figured it's gonna be one of them type of games, right? Your offense, your coaching staff decides that we're going to start risking it. These are big time moments. We go for it on fourth down. It only can bleed into the second half. Mm-hmm. So I didn't expect them to start kicking field goals. Then you already put it in your mind and in your team's mind that we're going for it on fourth down. So now nah, I'm not expecting no field goal. Throw the ball to Brandon Cooks. Throw it to him. I mm. was I sat in the office and said, "All right, kick the field goal, get your points." Because at this point in time in the game, um, ten minutes. In the fourth quarter, felt like you, I felt like at that point in time you still had time to go down and and, and you know you had more opportunities. Mm-hmm. That was just my thought. But then, all right, Schoolmaker made the touchdown. Then you looked up. Well, didn't make the touchdown. So, yeah, that was my thought. Kick field goal. I'm, I'm, I, that's my thought. But I'm normally going to be that guy. This is a league now. Mm-hmm. Where everybody been hanging out with your boy mm-hmm. Brandon Staley. They, they act like field goals are a bad thing. If your defense is what you think your defense is, and they played well enough, you're going to get the ball back again. That's me. But this is an epidemic through college and pro football right now. We got to go for it all day long. And why? And the big criticism is Schoolmaker didn't run it deep enough. And then you have people. Huh? It's a rookie. Don't even got two it, vets on the opposite don't side. Don't even put it in route. his hands to not run it deep enough. I'm just, if you're going to go for it on fourth down and you're not going to kick a field goal, <laughs> mojo moment, you got guys on your team who you know need to be trying to t- – who have to touch the ball. Yeah. And it's, and it's ha- it happened multiple times this game. Multiple times. And it happened previous games when you had Michael Gallup lined up at the ex, uh, X receiver when you got CeeDee Lamb and going for it on fourth in the big-time mojo moments so and you're not getting it. So let me ask this question. Are you putting that on the quarterback? you putting it on the play caller? Where does the blame lie for Danny McCray? Um, for, for which one? When you talk about schoolmaker. The fourth one. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm putting that on the quarterback. <clears throat> I, I know as a quarterback who I got out there uh, on the right, and I know that they are man-to-man, pretty much zero coverage because you're on the, you're on the goal line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, I know we running pick routes. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at my star guy. CD Lamb almost got 200 yards in the game. Yeah. I'm at least looking over there. <laughs> at least. You, you want some trust. Time proven consistency. Brandon Cooks. I, I know he know how to – I know he know what he's doing, but I ain't look at him all game. So maybe that's why I'm going to look over there at the tight end. But me, as a quarterback – who do I have faith in to make this play? I'm looking to the right at my at my at least at CD Lamb. 
but he, you know he didn't, and, and that's and, and that's what it is. He was an inch away from scoring, and so you know it's we splitting hairs there. But I'm still looking over there at my two veteran guys, no, gentlemen. Uh-huh. The inches we need oh, all around us. It's it's about time. It's about time. Good. Run it. I want you to make it. Like, do you have any anything like for why it didn't go that way? Like why? Well, that's that's what, on the quarterback. Well, that's on the quarterback, hundred percent, man. Because as a coordinator, you're gonna put it. In the hot hands. And at that moment, that press guy was firing on all cylinders. He was rolling. So you as a coordinator, you're gonna be like, you know what, I'm gonna roll with him. I'm gonna roll with him and, and think that this guy's gonna make the best decision for our team going forward. And what had happened? You know, like you just said, he he looked to the side that wasn't CD Lamb and, and Cooks. And so to me, that's on him. Because as a coordinator, you can only put put the call out there. That you can't you can't tell him where to throw and all this. He's eight years, eight years in the NFL. All right, you can't tell him where to go with the football. You got to trust that that man's going to make the best decision for the team. Can, can I argue? Go ahead. Devil's advocate. Please. Go ahead. If Schoonmaker runs it deeper in the end zone, it's a touchdown. touchdown. I don't care if he scores. This <laughs> this is what you, what you should be doing, not just in this game, but throughout the season when you get into those big-time moments is lean on your star Players. If you lose the game by going to your star players, you lost the game by going to your star players. If you lose the game because you did it, then that makes you that means you made a mistake. But the thing is, I mean, you're talking about the bottom line uh, of it, and and I agree with you. You go to your playmakers, and, and, and the the mojo moment, the game's on the line. You want to make sure that you give it to the guys that you know are gonna make the plays. There's no second guessing whether or not Ceedee Lamb or Brandon Cooks can make the play. You question whether Schoonmaker or Ferguson can make that play. But truthfully, that was, he 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 made the right decision based off of where the pressure was. But pressure, I'll be damned. I'm with you. This man is wide open right here. This is a this is a wide open Brandon Cooks in the end zone. It don't get no easier than that. If I'm going to schoolmaker and I'm thinking that he has the wherewithal, dog, you you, you got an inch, bro. Just an inch here. The thing is, too the, slow. Thing, the thing is, that's just split. Like, the, I'm not even. That's splitting hairs, bro. That is uh, because of replay and how close you can get. It, that that that's here. That's here. Shouldn't even been in that situation. It's a good play. He made the catch. It came up short, you know, a couple inches. I just wouldn't even look that way. Can I can I tease the next segment? Because I feel like we gotta take a break. We gotta tease it. With all that being said, <laughs> this team still had an opportunity to win the game. Twenty five yard line, twenty seven seconds left. What do we think of the the, the final drive here? Coming We're, up next. Coming up next here on, on the players' lounge. <laughs> that is. <laughs> It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. 
And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, Back to the Players' Lounge. Tis the season for youth football and dance camps presented by Invisalign. Don't miss your chance to learn from the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and former NFL players at AT&T Stadium on December 22nd and 23rd. Celebrate the holidays with the Cowboys. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash camps. Yeah, register today, man. Come on out. Come on out. We'll we be Damn. feeling good by the 20, uh, 22nd, 23rd, okay? And we're going to be feeling good by the 22nd, 23rd. That's me right there at AT&T. Ms. McCray's birthday is? Yeah, the 22nd. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on now. Make it worth it, please. Make it worth it. Players <laughs> Lounge. Brought to you by Tostitos. Oh, please. <laughs> Come see me. Please. Danny yeah, McCray, Hetman Harrison, Barry Church, oh, I'm Louis Scruggs. Man. I feel like there's a lot of frustration. You dwelling in frustration. Well, I had, I well, had a, a little I had bit of anger weekend. around here, but not me. Mm. Rough weekend for you, not, boy. Not me. Not me. Not me. Not me. Yeah. Not me. You got me pulling for LSU. I ain't yeah, got yeah, no yeah. affiliation. He like to rub it in. The only time he want to text me at nighttime is when he got something to say that's mm. bad. Or Nick mm. Saban must be the greatest coach of all time. I said, I ain't heard from this dude in two weeks. This <laughs> 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 man won't well, text me about Nick Saban. No, you ain't heard from me since the Astros got beat. <laughs> See, I can't get. Hey, Brian, seen you in a couple weeks. How you doing? None of that. Just hey, hey. Nick Saban must be mm. the best coach of all time. It's true. Sir. Nice to hear from you, Louis. It's true, man. It's true. Now nah, I'm all right. Um, okay. Mm. You want to get into the final draft? I, I would love to hear. Just. What, what do we think about Are you this? sitting on your high horse over there? Yeah. What you see? You see how he just did his hand he like that? He let his seat up a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear the thoughts. Yeah. I want to hear the thoughts. Okay, subjects. What do y'all think? Uh, we only talking about the last round? I mean, That's yeah. what he wants. Those he were segments we did round. earlier in the season. The whole last drive, right? I mean, I, I got the elbow drive. The you final drive with all the penalties. And the sacks. Whatever you want to go. Wherever y'all want to go. Who does it fall on? That's why I went. Who does it fall on? Go ahead. For not getting the job done. Because what I, from what I've been told in this very same podcast room, if you got that coordinator and you got that quarterback and you got the ball, you should make something happen. Can I start? Go ahead, my brother. Okay. 
Sally Jenkins, Washington Post, wrote a very good column on Bill Belichick. And she said she talked to him about his philosophy. And when I read this last night after the game, like, this explains why the Cowboys can't get it done. Bill said to her, the number one thing is unforced errors. It doesn't matter who you're playing. They don't even have to be out there. If you can't do things properly without resistance from an opponent, you're in trouble. Start with that. Once you eliminate things like penalties, turnovers, mental errors, you just go out there and get a play called and run it the way you're supposed to run it. Until then, until you can do that, there's not much of a chance to win. The Cowboys consistently beat themselves. The head coach is at fault because you're sitting around here, penalty city all day long. Guys not reporting, going in, Terrence still needs help. You ain't helped the dude all day long. Quarterback deserves the damn blame here too. We're talking about where are you going with the football. You're a part of the problem. Just like with Tony Romo. I, I always say, Tony Romo wasn't the problem, but you're a part of the problem because you're around it. This stuff starts from the top down and it's been this way for a long time since I had hair. But we've seen <laughs> this, this operation, the same old stuff, the same old bull nah nah. What have you seen? You got the ball at the first and you got the ball at the six. Next thing you know, it's third and 26 from the 27. This is how you get beat. People can talk about, well, you know what, schoolmaker was being held. Oh, they picked up the flag, this and that. After all that, you had an opportunity to get it done, and what did you do? It's the same old thing we see around here, man. (coughs) And I I combat that with what I've just been covering with the Rangers in the World Series. They played excellent defense. They didn't beat themselves. I watched Arizona go out there and beat themselves with unforced errors. You can't sit around here if you want to play and win a champion and be a champion and do stupid stuff. It's like line up offsides. Line up offside, false start here, getting sacks, delay of games. It's a consistent thing of what they've been able to do and how many times, well, we're going to clean that up. Well, just a couple of how long are we hearing that? That's why I had no hopium no more. And can't sit around here. Oh, he hopium it out? Hopium out? Dude, we, we, I won an Emmy for that commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hope you oh, I mean, no. Ain't no pusher coming to me with none of that anymore. Oh. Because this is what they do. So when you sit up here and you watch it, when I read this about Belichick, it's just real. It ain't hard. You can't beat yourself. It's tough enough in this league, but you're out here beating yourself. Philly was asking you to beat them. They asked you to beat them. You got your kicker. Hey, I don't care if you kick the ball 51 yards, but you kick it out of bounds. You give them the ball the 40-yard oh, yeah, line. Oh, hold on. short field. Hold on. And you want to just keep going back into that? You get a guy. You get a guy who comes in here on Off a touchback. Yeah. On a touchback. What you doing? And go out there and get a face mask penalty. And each Damn. time, each one of those scoring drives started at the 40. 40. Thank you. That's, and That's so you can't give a championship-level team that kind of field position to start. But, but Nui, it doesn't matter which coach, Belichick, <coughs> Noel, Landry, all the coaches worth their salt are going to say the same thing. You can't beat yourself. It's in execution. The last time we see Mike McCarthy in a situation where they need the, this team needs to execute, it always ends in a blunder. Everybody's sitting there going, okay, you got an opportunity to win the game, but you don't trust what? The execution. Are you going to have, is there going to be a sense of urgency to get to the line of scrimmage? Do you have the proper calls on to, to execute these plays? 
can't be if you throwing the ball. It, it, come on, it, it can't be. Oh, which because oh, because just to address your uh, mm-hmm. the, the end of the game. Okay, yes. well, listen, yes. can we can we just can we just get to the last play? Let's start with the last play. All right, let's go. The last play where the ball doesn't go to the end zone. How about that? Can we start there? <sighs> you got one shot to 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 win the game, right? And you have to score a touchdown, and you throw the ball short. Yeah. Of the goal line. Let's start with that. Let's start with that, all right? Mm-hmm. Terrence Steele. Listen, as much as we want to say get help and all that, I, I, I understand. You got to go out there and play. Really? You are the starting right tackle that got some money to go out there. You're not Chaz Green. Mm-mm. You're not Chaz Green. Ain't no, nobody came in and was hurt or none of that. At, at some point in time, you got to go out there and you got to, and you got to stop a guy. Okay. If, if, Hit it. If Hassan Riddick is eating your lunch, let's not act like Hassan Riddick is just some Joe Blow somebody, right? Oh, he real. He, he, he the real deal. Okay, so okay. Hassan Riddick is not there playing around. Regardless of that, or regardless of him getting paid, get that man some help. And it was showing through the pressures. It was showing through the right. sacks that we can that they were giving up. We can man, we can be on Dak all day and all night. He was under pressure the entire game. There's not a quarterback in the NFL that can maneuver and do the things that we're asking Dak to do under that kind of pressure. I'm sorry, but we're gonna we're gonna continue to pour on him and ask him in these championship moments to win us the game. Twelve, and that's what he's not doing. And that's pressures. where the that's that's where the complaint is. Still, twelve pressures. Seven hurries, four sacks. Damn. At inside this, and outside. At this point in time <laughs> in the I'm game. I'm just saying, we talk about chips. Inside and it didn't matter which mm-hmm. where, where they were rushing this dude at. He was getting beat. So what you gonna do? You're was, gonna put a you gonna put a tight end out there, you gonna get beat inside. They was taking turns. They was taking half five. My turn. It was three. It's my turn. My turn. So you ate last time. Right. So at this point in time, to me, the criminal act by the head coach and play caller is you didn't help the guy. It's clear at this point in time. They, he just stick him up, kid. And they, they, they stick him up. And he just, and Dak, look out. Yeah. You didn't help him. And, and on the last drive, why send out four people if you can't get them? Well, send yeah. out three and somebody protect him. You know, people like to sit around here and run down Jason Garrett about what happened with Chaz Green, okay? But what about this one? This is right there to me. This is just as damning. Just as damn, the dude needed some help. It wasn't his day. He, he mm. needs. I, I only disagree with that because Terrence, <laughs> Terrence Steele is our starting right tackle, who we all said we have faith in. Our starting five is together. At some point, they do believe that this ain't no Chaz Green. This is Terrence Steele. But it should wasn't be his a, day, though. I know. Yeah, I, 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 I feel. You. I'm saying the reason the situation is different is because we knew. Before the game started, that 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 was going to be a problem with yes. Chaz Green. That, that this is not right. this is not the same of like, hey man, we we all sat in here on this on this podcast and said, hey, we, we believe in Terrence Steele. But you talked about second half adjustments, right? Yeah, yeah. Second, yeah, yeah. Isn't that adjustment half, that needs yeah. to be yeah, made? No. Guess what, to. baby, I'm dying. He's dying out there. Mm-hmm. That got to say somebody say something. Help him. Help God if you're listening. Help. If, mm-hmm. Help. Let me just ask this though. The, on the on the other side, I know we've been in Dan Quinn. We trust for a minute, yeah. okay? And, and I get it. Uh, we play we played majority of the game, and I don't know this for sure. In man, it looked like we stayed in man. Mm-hmm. In a situation, especially in that second half, and Deron Bland, okay, is excellent at, at what he's done. He's he is. Cutting edge in this league and the, the, the pick sixes that he has so far. But man-to-man on Devontae Smith turn, was the turning point. Mm-hmm. It was the turning point in the game because that signified 
Y'all can't stop us. If you're going to leave him on an island like this, we're going to do this all day. And I got to give Jalen Hurstman, who people are not talking about, he played an efficient game. He yeah. got it done the way he needed. Look, if you guys are going to take us away man-to-man and y'all going to turn y'all back on me, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sneak out of the back and I'm going to get a first down. Even with a bum leg. Yeah. All right. We, Even we, with a bum leg. We got to come back to that one. I, I gotta, so you saying it was we, it was Deron Bland? No, it, man, it wasn't just Deron Bland. You talking about let, the touchdown throw? Yeah. Let, let's, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was a pass, bro. Let's, 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 let's. Okay, yeah, my Take bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Get back in that right see, there, see, bad, right there, because I, I, heck, we started. Let's let's get the group thoughts. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Let's get the group right. thoughts here. Danny McRae, Heckman <laughs> Harrison, Barry Church, I'm Louis Scruggs, Players Lounge, brought to you by Tilstitos on a Monday after the Cowboys lose to the Philadelphia Eagles, right here, DallasCowboys.com radio. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss at hugoboss.com and at boss retail stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at Get Jack Black slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap it to prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Back, back to the back. Players' Lounge. 
Get a frame-worthy family holiday photo with Santa at the Star, presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his cowboy-themed cottage in the Star District from November 18th through December 24th. Book your visit before December 9th and save $5 with code STAR5. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa for more information. Thank you, Heckma Harris. Senior in the Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Barry Church, Danny McCray joining us right here. Everybody scrubs. <laughs> and uh, Cowboys go down 28-23. This guy. This don't sound like the more victory podcast, do it? Yeah, man. Nah, <laughs> no, man. I heard a lot of that today. Not on podcasts. I'm no just talking hell, about around the... No nah, some people, yeah, they play well. They didn't get beat up. Man, they didn't get pumped. Also, who, who cares? They lost. Neither did mm. the Washington Commanders when they played the Eagles. Put up 38. <laughs> so, hey, lost. Who, cares? Yeah. who cares? I've been, been baseballing, so I've been seeing <laughs> you know, a whole different whole different way of stuff. You come back here, and well, it was close. Well, out there, but no, hey, do or do or do not. There was, was no try. What yeah. is the what was the theme of the? We went and took it. What was the something? What was the theme for the? Oh, rank? for baseball. Yeah. Was it? Go and take it. Go and take it. But, yeah. but do you made mistakes right there. You know, you made a bad pitch. You made it. It was costing you. So guys were on point. You had to be detail oriented. Yeah. Well, you gonna get beat. And some somebody you know somebody goes down. Somebody else stepped up. Then I come look over here this week. Oh oh. <laughs> but we got to stop lining up offside. Like these are just bad. Like a sign of bad, just bad Ooh. stuff, bro. And it's stay, but it's been staying that way. I mean. Back, go back to Patrick Creighton and Tony Romo not making that not not making the, the reception. We, we we from coaches on down here the line, yeah. man. We keep seeing this stuff. God, they beat themselves. They they keep making the mistakes. So McCarthy, you got you got Uncle Wade, you got mm-hmm. Jason. I mean, it's just it's just been it's been it's what we used to, man. Yeah. We used to. Facts. Uh, we used to. Jason Jason Kelsey. Number 62. Mm, Hall man, of Famer. Man, it's right now. Give him his jacket right now. Just let him take it. Man, he, he's – I mean, he's one of the best at what he does. And I'm, I'm seeing this guy, man. He gets his hands inside on you. Mm-hmm. He's going to ragdoll you. It doesn't matter. And, and I kept saying, you know, we were talking about putting Micah out on other people. You know, we, what would happen if we put him on – don't put him over 62. You want to mm-hmm. nullify number 11? Mm-hmm. Don't put him over number 62. When y'all see him again December 8th, don't put him over number 62, please. Mm-hmm. Any, anywhere but there. Talk about the wild card now? No, I'm talking about when we play up here Sunday night. <laughs> Sounds about right, man. Yeah, wild card, yeah. Two but, and a half back. The Rangers were a wild card. I mean, you know, you can get it as a wild card. It's, it's going gonna to come down. We're going to see. Obviously, we may end up running into Philadelphia again. We're two and a half, <laughs> we two and a half back right now. Two and a half. We're two and a half y'all back Y'all wishful right thinking right now. What do you mean? Just, you don't think the Cowboys going to make it to the playoffs? No, I ain't say that. I, I don't know how. Uh, we talking about Philly might get a first round bye. <laughs> so That's I don't know you. I don't know about right you. Right sure, you run into Philly. Tell me we're going to see him again. Yeah, let's see him again. Let's see him again. December 10, you still joke, but you talk about after. You talk about in 2024? I'm talking about in December tonight. I want to know this. I want to know this. I want to know this. And yes, I'm still, listen, it's still on my mind, okay? Why, why is this. When you line up in three by one against a team that's going to play man, your expectation for the X receiver is to be in single coverage. Is that correct? Yeah. So who should you put at your X receiver? CD. You would think CD. Your your, your top guy, second yeah, second best guy. You know somebody who you really got confidence in that can really get open and put some pressure on. Who the was the guy in that place? It was David Tober. <laughs> and before that, it was Michael Gallup. Yeah. And I'm just I'm just trying to find like I'm trying to. 
figure out if you are really trying to get all of your real weapons involved in the game or not. Or if you're just running or you're just running the scheme. Because when you line up at three by one, a team says, we can dictate who you're going to throw the ball to. We can show you man-to-man, and that means you're going to throw the ball to the backside, back right? Yeah. Well, your backside guy is not nobody who we scared of, so we can show you that we finna play man-to-man over there, and we and we could uh, we could do whatever we want to, right. and then we could play three-on-two, four-on-two, whatever we want to over your two best guys. Yeah. And we saw that in the game, and we threw it backside to Jalen Toe. It just don't make sense to me. Like, he is a good receiver. He made some big-time plays. He ain't made it to the point to where when the game is on the line, that's where I'm going. He ain't made it there. When I saw that lineup, I was thinking Washington Redskins, Washington Commanders game, when they came out in that mesh concept and they had those rub routes mm-hmm. and they end up getting off uh, a guy that was free. That's what I thought. Maybe they, they saw something on film they were trying to execute. That's the only reason why you you leave yeah. Jalen Tobert over there. You, you're trying to get something else going. That's 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 just, I don't know, that's what I took from for just from film study. And the only thing I can think of is, I mean, if you do have CD out there, Maybe it's, you know, the corner in that post safety or whatever can easily double team. Maybe that's the case. But even if that's the case, you ain't putting Tolbert over there to be. Put Cooks over there to force them. If that's one-on-one coverage, then you got Cooks one-on-one with a guy going deep. I'd rather that than, no offense, but my boy Tolbert out there one-on-one. Like you said, he's just not to that level yet to where he can be like, all right, I'm the guy in this position. When you got so many other people that have been proven in that position to make plays available. And, I, and that just comes down to once again, you know, either play calling or, or, or schematic, whatever you want to call it, they got to get better. And, and Mike McCarthy, he, he's done a good job so far this season of getting CD Lamb the football. I will say that, yeah, I mean, yeah. especially these past couple games, he's been on fire. What he's getting, this, getting once, that, he, you know, once he said, I am not getting the ball. Yeah, he, he was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm make this guy my number one priority. But then after that, you you got to be able to mix and match because teams are going to continue to you know put more and more people towards CD Lamb. So you're going to have to make these other guys win one-on-one. And CeeDee Lamb finished the night. 11 catches, 192 Ridiculous. yards. I mean, it was crazy. It was a crazy performance, but something about it was like, man, you almost went for 200 yards. I would expect for there to be more like boom plays. Like it was like, hey, he went 80 on one of those. Something like yeah. got into the end zone. When, it, when I looked up and realized that he didn't have a touchdown, it was – like, I'm not calling it empty calories or nothing like that. I just expected his impact, even though he had a hell of an imprint on this game, to be more. I, how, how do you ask a guy for, for more in a situation where he get 192? But I need more from him because I'm not getting it from the, the other groups. I'm not I'm not getting it from nobody. Does that Throw it to him. Does that worry y'all? I mean, because we've been talking about this red zone since, what, week two, week one. Oh, man. Does that worry Three y'all Three and five red zone. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we talked about you can't have those type of numbers against the upper echelon teams. You can get away with it with the Giants, the Jets, the Patriots of the world. Should, should you have been uh, four or five in the red zone? Yeah. <laughs> Could have easily been yeah. four or five in the red zone. Like, you got to capitalize when you have the opportunity to make those plays. All right? And does the CD Lamb thing bother me? Just a little bit because it seems like that's all you got. And I don't believe that's all you got. Tur- Turpin is a weapon out there. All right? He's proven that he can make some plays. And, I mean, I'm just going to keep on saying it. Like, <laughs> you got guys out there who you can get the ball to. And where's Tony Pollard? Oh man! Well, man. So, <laughs> Mike Jones. I, I just feel so. We sick. didn't even talk. What, what? man said? Who? <laughs> Let's pick the Monday night game, okay? Your, your boys are in action tonight. All right, yeah, the Chargers are at the Jets, and the Chargers are a three and a half point favorite. Give me, give me the Chargers twenty-one twelve. Please see what you got. Yeah, I know give, you got. I know you got the Chargers. Yeah, give me the Chargers. It's gonna be close. Okay, what the they Chargers. playing? At the Jets. At the, at the Jets. Jets. Yeah, it's gonna be. A, give me a twenty-four uh, twenty-one. 
don't make me. I'm going with the Jets, man. All right. Zach Wilson. I think I picked the Jets on Friday. I'm sticking with them. Yeah, I'm going with the Jets, man. I'm going to go. Uh, Sauce back, too, huh? Sauce. Mm-hmm. I'm going Jets 24 24-20. 19-13. I think Salah and the defense, I think they have a day. All right. Hopefully. Let's, let's end it there, guys. Let's, let's mm. get back tomorrow. Let's get back tomorrow. And, and, Gear up. The Giants are coming to town. Daniel Jones has been ruled out. For the rest man, of the don't nobody want to talk about yeah. Daniel Jones. We're going we go to pump, we, we on, pump man, up the, lo- the, the win after man, a loss record. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I knew we were trying to get. <laughs> Goodbye. Jeez. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!